0: Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters, welcome to the first section of the Fatimiyah series. In this series we will be trying to answer some of the most important questions raised in our community regarding the events of Fatimiyah. Today we are joined by brother Hassan Turab, who will be helping us initiate our journey, inshallah. Now, today we would like to focus on a major question that is raised by the opposition and their avertive attempts to guard that which, in my opinion, is unguardable. They questioned the merit of the tragic incident which was the attack on the house of the Lady of Light, uh, Hazrat Zahra alayhi, by asserting that this incident is not supported by any reliable traditions.
1: Wa well, alaykum salam, brother Umid, thank you so much for having me. Now, one thing before I address today's topic, I want to make clear. That everything that has been said and will be said is purely academic discourse. And here we're only presenting the most authentic and reliable traditions that are available in Islamic literature. You know, the content of these traditions is merely being presented from this platform, and nothing is being added or subtracted from our side. Our mission is just to spread awareness amongst the masses to the best of our abilities. At the end of the day, the decision is yours, whether or not you choose to accept the facts.
0: Well said, Brother Trop. Hopefully, we can now shed some light on the proof of this tragedy found in Sunni sources.
1: Just another important thing that comes to mind as the premise of this series, any fair-minded person when confronted with the story of Lady Fatima alayha, should first consider the following questions. Number 1. Where did she die? Number 2. What were the circumstances of her death? And number 3. Where is the only daughter of the Holy Prophet وآله, even buried? The majority of the Sunni world is at a consensus that the answers to these questions are largely unknown. The question is, why are they unknown? Think about that. Furthermore, the following are undisputed facts in the Muslim world, yet they still remain unexplained. Number one she fiercely condemned the Caliph in her speech when defending her claim of Fatak. Number two, she was angry at Abu Bakr to the extent that she never spoke to him until her death. And number three, she was buried in secrecy in the dead of night, and the Caliphs weren't even informed about it. Now if you really ponder upon the answers to these questions, you find that the reality is undeniably clear. But even then, some ignorant Muslims still try to deny the incident of the burning of the door. And we'll now discuss this as per reliable traditions from Sunni sources. So, to keep it brief, I'll only present two traditions in this part, inshallah, although there are many more. Number one, the first tradition is reported by Muhammad ibn Jarir al-Tabari in his book Tariq al-Tabari. Now, it is worth Noting that Ibn Hajar al Asqalani, a decorated Sunni scholar, has addressed Ibn Jalil al Tabari with the titles of Al Imam al Jalil al Mufassir. This very person in the third volume, page 202 of his book, he reports that the oppressor came to the house of Ali alayhi salam, where Talha, Zubayr, and some Muhajirin were present. The oppressor said, I swear on Allah that I will burn you all if you do not come out to pay allegiance. And the second hadith is from the book Al-Musannaf by Abu Bakr ibn Abi Shaybah. This person is popularly known as Ibn Abi Shaybah, and he is regarded as one of the most respected and senior scholars amongst the Ahl Tasannun and other major Sunni scholars. The likes of Ahmad ibn Hanbal and Bukhari have narrated traditions from him. Now this Abi Ibn Abi Shayba documents a tradition in his Al Musannaf, Volume 7, page 432, that reads as follows. After Rasulullah passed away, people gave their allegiance to Abu Bakr. So Ali and Zubayr came to Lady, Lady Fatima Zahra وآله, for advice and did not pay allegiance. When the oppressor heard this news, he came to Lady Fatima And after a brief conversation, he says, By God, if the group gathers in your house, this shall not prevent me from ordering that your house be burnt over them. Both these traditions from Tariq al-Tabari and al-Musannif undeniably prove that the oppressor did in fact threaten to burn the house of Amir al-Mumideen Now, at first glance, this was simply the threat to attack the house of the Prophet's family. But in reality, this was the threat that laid the precedent for the day of Ashura.